classic animes, Here We Come, on UJOCAST. Welcome back to UJOCAST. I am accompanied by... Someone that you guys should know by now. I mean, this is what, the third time you've been on now, right? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. <laughs> Her name's Hi, Keisha. Everybody. Yeah, for those of y'all who don't know, now you know. <laughs> so what's interesting about this particular episode is she actually suggested this topic. So I want to Thank you, because there's a lot of stuff that I just don't know. Oh, yeah. She said, oh, sure. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I I know that we know you. I know that you've been on the show for a few times now. But what's interesting about this type of camaraderie, I guess you could say, for a lack of better terms, maybe the community anime yeah, community the- you guys are so willing to just talk and talk and talk about anime oh yeah it's like um it's one of those things where uh, when it comes to anime uh, no matter what it is it sucks you in like uh, from the first time because i still remember the first time watching number one half uh there was this this feeling it's just like huh yeah, this is interesting. Then, oh, okay, this is really good, too. I must get every videotape, every DVD of this, like, now. Because there's a <laughs> lot of series where um, I've done that with um, the biggest one being Samurai Troopers. I spent about $300 on a Laserdisc uh, box set. What the? F- okay, yeah. <laughs> Laserdisc. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, let let. Let's just talk about Laserdisc for a second. The only okay. time I have ever seen Laserdisc is in science class. When oh, like... Yeah, same here. Yes. That's so crazy. They sold it I on did. Laserdisc. Yeah. Because um, actually, back in the day, the Laserdisc was um, a lot of people's go-to for media uh, when it came to anime. Um, that was mainly in Japan. And I think it still uh, went on until... I think mid-2000s, early 2010s, something like that. Wow. Yeah, but the thing is, uh, the Laserdisc, it actually has better uh, quality resolution than DVDs. But That's that's so crazy. Yeah, um, but the thing is, since DVDs came on the scene, uh, it kind of made the Laserdiscs obsolete, and then there aren't many players out there um, if there is, it's on eBay and they cost way too much money. I'm okay. For, yeah, I'm still <laughs> looking for one to play my, my Samurai Trooper discs on. Oh, man. You're going to be hunting for a while. Like, schools were kind of phasing them out and they were just giving them away or donating them for a while. Because I remember that laser disc player. Like, I can't even believe that that thing even existed because right? it seemed so, like, it was such old tech, even when I was in school, like, you know, I graduated in 07 and yeah. then it was like, we're still watching shit on laser disc. Like it's kind of, yeah. 
kind of like, what the heck? Um, right. I remember the first time I saw one, it was just like, oh, it's like a CD, but it's um, as big as a, um, a vinyl and whatnot. So that was, oh, that blew my mind um, and everybody else in my class. <laughs> right. Take it out of the sleeve. <laughs> so we are talking about anime classics. Yes. And she's jazzed, man. She, oh, we should talk about anime classics and blah, blah, blah. So I said, okay. I did that because I remember, you know, late night MTV and Toonami, late night oh, Adult yes. Swim, oh, yes. like all of that stuff where I would watch. I mean, it would all come on back to back. Bleach, Inuyasha, um, uh, right. Full Metal Alchemist, like those shows. I remember them, but I I didn't really pay attention to them. They were just on so late that like, yeah. They were just on in the background, whatever I was doing. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of a lot of classic animes out there. Yeah, there are a ton because I believe um, it was back in 1963 when uh, one of the more mainstream mainstream animes came on the scene, which was Astro Boy. Now, there were um, other things before that, but um, it was in manga form. But yeah, right. Um, Astro Boy is one of the first uh, mangas that got a um, animated series. So nice. Yeah. So, wow. Uh, Astro Boy. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, is. A, yeah, that's a callback right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's like but, that Speed Racer, like all of those really just overzealous characters, and they're really fun. Oh, exactly. Exactly. I know that you gave me a classic short anime to watch. And unfortunately, I didn't get to watch it yet, but it is streaming on Hulu. Um, so go ahead and tell the listeners which one you suggested for me to watch. Uh, it was Trigun, which uh, to a lot of uh, millennials and Gen X, I would believe is one of the classics that you must watch. It's so good. Yeah. Um, it's, um, so it's um, such. It essentially takes place in space and it follows the character named Gene Starwind. And it kind of, um, I guess the, uh, you would call it a space opera, which is basically um, an anime that uh, throughout the whole series, it's, um, crap, I don't know how to wait, uh, the way to explain it. Um, <laughs> it's hard to explain some anime, though, because... Yeah, because... It's so bizarre, some of the settings. Like, it could be in space, or it could be yeah. back way back when, or, you know, there's so many different ways to explain these animes, I guess. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because um, I know the term space opera, because another one that's a space opera is Cowboy Bebop, and I think uh, Macross... A uh, Galaxy Express three nine, Captain Harlock. So um, anything that, yeah, uh, I mean anything that takes place in space that kind of fits that category. Plus sci fi and all that jazz. Space opera, it's so wild. I like it though. It sounds really like, I don't know, distinguishing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, totally you said, you said Trigun. It's not Trigun. Wait. 
Wait, I thought it was Troy. Oh, Outlaw Star. Okay. Outlaw Star. Sorry, sorry guys. I got it mixed up. I meant Outlaw Star. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, I saw that one. What, what the hell are we talking about? Outlaw no, Star. I, yeah, because I think I was, um, um, I, um, I actually had Trigun on my brain because they actually released a new series uh, that has yes. updated animation and whatever. I still have yet to watch it, but from the pictures I've seen, it's really good so i watched i've been watching it oh it is good it's really good i have an episode prior to this one where we talk about the animation of that so it's a good episode man episode number four y'all gotta listen uh so we talk me and a friend of mine we talk how it looks now versus what it looked like back then and that's a classic anime as well i you know, yeah. obviously 1990, yes, what, five, four, something like that oh, yeah, around that time. Yeah. I don't, I don't think some of you listeners were even born yet. <laughs> oh man. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> God, I feel so old now. <laughs> I know it. Damn. See what you did. Uh. Gen Zers <laughs> making us feel old. Uh, I want to know who's watched outlaw star uh, comment on the Instagram post for this episode. I I haven't even heard of it until you mentioned it. And um, so I'm curious because I really want, I like that aspect. It, it kind of like, um, you know, a Western, but not. Yes. <laughs> I like takes, it though. Yeah, like space cowboy type-esque thing, I would say. Yeah, I yeah. like it a lot. I think NSYNC did a song called Space Cowboy. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. I have not heard that. I have not heard that song in ages. Oh Girl, my it's, God. it's on my Apple Music, not not oh Spawn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so in between all of this, all of the chatting, I want to just briefly put in some business right in the middle because... You know, why not? So I just wanted to talk briefly about me going to cons. I have about six or seven cons that I'm going to try to attend this year. And if you decide you're going to follow me and listen to this podcast, I will make a list of the cons I'm going to. And then you guys will be able to come and meet me. So look out for that on social media and my website, yujocast.com. Now, we are... (laughs) going to get into the rest of the episode now that the biz is out of the way. So, which animes do you consider to be classic? Oh boy, there's a lot. So, I'll start <laughs> Name with... name name some name some good ones now. So, um Rama one half, the Gundam series which that is actually a still ongoing series and it mm-hmm. started like in the late 70s, I want to say. So from there to 2023, that's a long time. Oh, then yeah. Case... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then there's Case Closed, which is a detective series. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's also still going, too. And that's been around for ages as well. Like, long, long time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I really like Death Note. So maybe I like that one, too. Oh, yeah. Totally. Um, like, I uh, feel like you will. Totally. Um. Uh, would you say that you are um, you are into detective animes now? Uh, since you kind of you know mentioned, no, I kind of 
I don't know what I'm fully into yet. Like, obviously, the action animes, that's a no-brainer. Oh, yeah. Action adventure, some Mm -hmm. sort of fighting, whatever. Like, duh, that's... There's so many flashy animes out there that deal with shinobi fighting or some sort of whatever, you know, restore my family's honor type of shit. But (laughs) um, I watched Death Note because I wanted to watch something that was out of the box. Yeah, there was killing in there, but it wasn't like the action packed. Everyone's a ninja type of thing. Um, But I I haven't watched. Yeah, I haven't really watched any like romance, you know, rom-com type of things or any more detective ones. I can show you. I know. So I kind (laughs) of just, I want to watch some, but I don't want to like overfill my time because it's like a job. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So which, which other ones? Um, of course, Sailor Moon, a lot of people know about that one. Samurai Troopers, Chin Chan, uh, there's also Paradise Kiss, which now that came out. I want to say the manga came out maybe in the 90s, like late 90s. But um, it wasn't until early 2000s when uh, where they got a anime series, which it really stayed true to the manga, which is something that's very, very important uh, when it comes to um, adaptations and whatnot, because sometimes. Um, you know, they do a really good job. Other times it's absolute garbage. You're just like, how did you even try to do this? Like you ruined ruin something it. really good. Yep. Damn it all. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then there's also Tenchi Muyo and uh, one of my husband's classics actually is uh, Ghost in the Shell. Now they had a movie oh, and wow. a television series. Yes. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm drinking my hot taco. I I am sitting in front of my fire because currently it is in the 20s in North Texas and I'm just trying to stay warm. But I digress. You know, when I think classic anime, I think of things that I watched when I was a kid. Pokemon, for example, which is also still, still running. Yep. And I didn't realize that One Piece came out when it did, but it makes a lot of sense because there's over a thousand episodes. <laughs> yeah, there's a yeah. like... Because uh, I remember uh, one of my friends was just like, oh, you must watch One Piece. I'm like, okay, yeah, that should be uh, <laughs> that should be an easy task. And then I saw how many episodes. It's just like, I-, I-, I don't know if I could do that. I don't know. So I, I haven't know. taken the plunge, but maybe one day, maybe one day. I I have a friend who's like a super diehard One Piece fan. Once you get past like the anime, the earlier series or the earlier uh, seasons, you'll be able to (laughs) really enjoy it and lean into it. I'm like, that's the whole point. Like it started from that journey from being that classic anime style, which is just storyboard animation to what it what it is now. And you can do so much more now that we have access to the technology we do. But the classics, you have to. You have to admire that type of artistry, you know? You don't come across that very often anymore these days. Not at all. And and now AIs are making, you know, you're all you're all pictures. So people who do that for a job or looking elsewhere for employment, perhaps, it's just <laughs> technology has taken over. Yeah, which could be a good thing and a bad thing, unfortunately. But yeah, there's a lot of good that comes with it. Yes. So what uh, now, now that we know what we think is classic, 
when do you think the first anime period was released? Like flat out the first one. So I touched on this a couple of questions ago, but it was Astro Boy back in 1963. Now, from what I remember, there were kind of a um, propaganda film that actually um, inspired the creator of Astro Boy to make Astro Boy. And then before that, um, there was some sort of like ancient form of anime. Um, um, I don't remember what it was called, but uh, that was the very first manga. But okay, yeah, but uh, the first anime is uh, Astro Boy, and since then, um, it's one of the reasons as to why we have the anime form today. Like if um, it follows the formula of uh, big eyes, crazy hair. Uh, crazy stories and whatnot uh, Mm -hmm. to pull you in Mm -hmm. so that was one of the first series that was created and i i googled that and i was reading through lists of like you know the beginning stages of anime and it was more like cartoons like what we would have saw in the early you know the early aughts 1900s right not 2000s but yeah. So the first actual anime that is recorded, not Astro Boy, that's a series, is called mm. Namakura Gatana. So this is translated to the Dull Sword, and it was released in 1917. 1917. So okay. It is so crazy. And not that's not anime like how we know it. Like Astro Boy, I would consider like, okay, now it's it's more action and it's more fun and there's more going on and there's a a storyline. But I think these were more like comics that they had made into anime. You know what I mean? Just like Charlie Brown and things like that. So I think that that's where that came from. But yeah, I mean, anime evolution is the same as cartoon evolution. It's the same process. You know, we got to the same point, although anime is so much better at teaching you lessons and really drew it, drawing you in and those characters. And I think that the classic anime that we know today is really, really great at that. So obviously there's another classic anime and I'm not talking classic as in time, but I'm talking to a lot of people that watch anime is Naruto. I mean, that shit's oh, everywhere. Oh yeah. <laughs> Especially. It's Literally everywhere. Yeah, because I remember uh, when that first came out, uh, whenever you went to a convention, there was always somebody dressed as Naruto or the characters. Like, it was big, big. big. Bonkers. Yeah. And it still continues to be big. I saw a group that was Rock Lee, Ten Ten, and Jiraiya Sensei. It was just, it was so weird, but that was last year, you know? So it was kind of like, it's that's some of the stuff that never goes out of style. It never dies. You see some that kind of wax and wane throughout the years. And that's definitely one of them. I think it's growing in popularity more now that it's, it's become mainstream and okay that anime is out there and people are watching it. Yeah. And then there's also bleach, which came out a couple years after. And so that was another one that just exploded on the scene. So then around that time, uh, there was a lot of Bleach characters walking around the convention center and whatnot. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I've watched that 
um, like for about maybe a couple years until I dropped off because uh, when it comes to anime and them having a lot of episodes, I kind of get distracted towards the middle because I'm just like, wow, when is it going to get to uh, this storyline? Or because sometimes um, animes can be very slow. And that's, yeah, yeah, that's a lot of the reasons as to why some people give up mid series and whatnot. But I would say, so like if you want to get into a new anime, say do three episodes. And if you don't like it by then, then uh, move on to the next one. See, and that's what I did. Um, I know we're not talking about classic animes so much right now, but that's what I did with Attack on Titan. And um, I gave it three episodes and I usually give anything three episodes just to give it a try with anything that I watch, period. It doesn't have to be anime because, you know, some of them do develop slower and they want you to see uh, more of a developmental side in the first few episodes. So that way, like Demon Slayer, okay, Demon Slayer was like that everything's happy and all of a sudden oh shit everything's hitting the fan and now your things got real but that's not really how the show is like not at all it hasn't been that way at all but those first few episodes you're like okay i i can see where they're going with this they're building his story before he actually starts the training process so that's why i would i would suggest watching at least a few episodes and i love that i love that you said that because i feel yeah. the same way yeah because actually with attack on titan and i might get some hate for this but i just couldn't get into it and i gave it a chance like i tried so hard tried so hard to like it but i just couldn't uh, get a grasp on you know um on the story and on you know Oh, I'm like yeah. it just didn't interest me at all. So right, and that's okay. You know, yeah. you don't have to like it all. It's fine. It's not really. Yeah. It's not necessary. It's not how people operate. You can't. You can't like it all. There's always going to yeah, exactly. be something. And I honestly, uh, I know we're going off on a little bit of a tangent, but I really don't like it either. Um, but I'm going to have somebody on the show that is a diehard fan. And I think he's going to try to convince me to watch the other two seasons. Cause I did watch season one. I did end oh, up okay. watching it, uh, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. We'll see if he can convince me <laughs> to watch it. I know it's so much easier nowadays to just click on a couple of apps, sign into your little thing and go, I'm going to stream all this. But back in the day, we couldn't do that. So how did you watch all of your anime uh, way back when? So there are a couple ways. Back in the, uh, I want to say, maybe 90s, there were people who would actually uh, record the anime off of TV in Japan, and they would send people in the U.S. these tapes so they can watch them. Um, I don't remember the name of them, but I remember being told that this was one of the first ways people did it and then oh wow then closer to the 90s that's when he started to uh, release um anime uh, vhs is like suncoast was one of my favorite stores because they carried a lot and that's actually where i got my first anime around my one half and so um it was kind of accessible but not really yet that didn't happen until early 90s uh, when things okay. started to oh, you know, yeah, this is a hot topic or, yeah, this is being shown on TV. 
because uh, because with the with the creation of Toonami, that actually brought um, a lot of exposure to hey yeah this is Japanese anime because I know um, a lot of other people they would say that their first anime was Dragon Ball Z and that uh, definitely uh, Toonami um, has mad credits for that. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I remember that. That was probably one of the first shows that was on Toonami. Mm -hmm. Like, And I do remember watching Pokemon. I was very young. And they en ended up playing that on, like, the WB, I think it was. Yeah, Um. every Sunday. No, Saturday, Saturday or Sunday. I don't remember. But I do remember uh, it came on early in the morning uh, like around 6 a.m so my mom had to record it for us because you know we go to school then we come yep. home then watch it and that was like a daily thing which um it was pretty cool honestly uh to be uh you know real with you <laughs> right but, like stick the v vhs tape and re-record over it yeah and oh, then man then once the internet started to come there was a lot of torrenting uh, anime then there's also Crunchyroll at its very humble beginnings where mm -hmm. um it was a website where um like it was like you know hey watch the anime then a bunch of ads everywhere and the resolution <laughs> was about like 40p or something like that so oh no yeah we we struggled <laughs> struggled but man can't relate yeah but it was worth it you know because you got to see stuff that was still in japan so um it was definitely worth it i'd say that's cool that's so cool though like i remember when you were on the first episode with the ladies and you guys were talking about fan subs like oh hell mm -hmm. no oh yeah <laughs> y'all struggled for real because i don't know that life <laughs> i i was too cool at that time where people were actually uh getting to the depths of the internet to get their anime fixing yeah. but yeah. I want to know how many people watched anime on VHS. If you watched anime on VHS tape, comment on my Instagram, comment on the Facebook page. Just find me, Cast. Oh, man, I, I want to know because I remember having VHS tapes and just they take up so much room and there's not a lot of space on them. So you have to rewrite over them all the time. And ugh. Yeah, that was like one of the most heartbreaking things where, you know, we, uh, you record something but didn't realize that um, it was like the last episode. So you're just like, oh, crap, I recorded over that. And the thing <laughs> is, you didn't get another chance until it came back on, which you didn't really know when that was. Because a lot of um, a lot of animes that they showed on TV, uh, they would show it from first episode to maybe 15, then start over again for whatever reason. That used to make me so mad. Like, <laughs> Did they really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Toonami was a big... Uh, uh, they were very uh, well-known for this because I remember there was... Uh, what was it? I think it was Sailor Moon they were um, showing. And uh, it got to a point where um, like it was uh, uh, going to go to the next... I think season whatever, but then he came back and started with episode one from season one, and it's just like, okay, you just cut me off. Like, how am I gonna even watch oh, this? No. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you're I'm a just... kid too. Um, I was around like maybe, uh, uh, middle school. Yeah, and so I had no way to kind of you know 
look it up or buy it. And plus, plus around then, the internet wasn't as robust um, as it is right now. So, Mm-mm. nope, that good old dial up internet mm-hmm. ruined a lot of lives and ruined a lot of phone calls. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, um, if you missed it, you missed it and you just had to wait um, until it came back on, which that was very frustrating as well. Yeah. Cause I know that on cable, if you had cable, like regular cable, sometimes you had a TV guide, sometimes you didn't. Mm-hmm. And then just regular TV, you'd have to go to the TV guide. There isn't a way to save it. You can't like select it. That was like direct TV when they came out with, and then the TiVo and you could record on TiVo, oh, TiVo and just all of this technology that has come and gone throughout the years but the anime stayed you know it's still on netflix they're still on hulu crunchyroll funimation all of these apps they're easily accessible now all of the classics are on there which i'm very happy that uh current and old anime fans have that because it's kind of like uh when it comes to things like this you don't want people to suffer i I was kind of like why would you want people to struggle just because you struggle like that's not how it goes you should be happy that they have it easier because then uh, they won't have to go through what you went through you know exactly Uh, yeah same thing goes for cosplay because i remember when i first started um i think i mentioned this in the uh the episode uh, with the other ladies but you know you had to go to party city or some weird costume shop online to get you know different colored wigs and whatever uh, then you have to kind of piece together patterns which uh, people still do to get do today but back then um yeah it was a necessity for sure and you you actually had to physically go to a store or like usps had to ship it and the shipping mm-hmm. and all of that stuff like it was just so much more difficult to get things back then if you exactly if you had the means that's great but a lot of it was thrift store shopping and trying to piece yep. things together. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So classic animes. Closing out this episode, what are two classic animes that you think every beginner should watch? Oh, boy. Oh, God. Okay, let me <laughs> think about this because... Um, it depends on who you ask, but I think one of the most universal answers would be something like, so like if you want to get started in shoujo anime, which is girls anime, um, I'd probably say Sailor Moon because that's one of the most well-known shoujo animes in the world. And it actually does a great job in showcasing what shoujo anime is about. So I I definitely say that. And then I will also say jojo's bizarre adventure now yes i might be a little bit biased but it is um it's an anime that i feel like everybody should watch uh go ahead and read the manga like if you need to it's just one of those series where yes it starts off a bit slow but um like if you stay in there it's going to be so worth it and you know say if you don't want to start with season one my friend actually she introduced it to me saying okay, watch season three, then go back to one and two. And I'm glad I did that because I don't know if I would be as obsessed with it right now. Because when I did go back to season one, I was just like, yeah, like I can see how it's slow. 
see but the thing is I, like it's only a couple episodes too but they just drag on forever and ever and uh. ever till season two where you know joseph uh comes on the scene and then it gets better and better and better and better from there okay yeah. yeah, and and people who watch anime and know the material very well and know every episode very well, they tend to do that. Like, hey, mm-hmm. start with this season or start with this episode and work your way up a little bit and then go back and watch the newer or the older episodes, excuse me. Yeah. Because it will make you fall in love with the anime without the excruciating pain of having to watch something slowly grow or exactly you know maybe the anime style really isn't what you're used to at this point like yeah. one piece for example that's another one um and i know that one piece the story you have to watch it you have to watch it in order because the story there's barely any filler in it so it's kind of like what do you do but a lot of them are like that like naruto shippuden for example the beginning is just Naruto, right? So yeah. when you watch the beginning, that his story, it's like, oh, this is for children because that's what it looks like. Yeah. Oh, they, these are kids and they're doing kid things and it's all goofy and fun and playful. But then when you get to Shippuden, it is more serious and the characters develop and it's more like, okay, now I am really being connected. So... A lot of people suggest, hey, watch the first couple episodes of Shippuden, see if you like it, and then go back and watch Naruto, his beginning saga, because then it will appre- you'll appreciate it a little bit more. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, I like your answers. I'm going to watch them both. I don't know yeah. when, because, you know, watching anime is like a job. Oh, it definitely is. Like, um, even if you are just uh, doing it casually, like, if you want to... I'm like, if you want to, I guess, uh, watch a full series, I, let's see, 26 episodes are probably like maybe two or three days, uh, depending on um, if you have to work or maybe if you don't work, it'll take maybe a day or two. Right. Right. Yeah. So, and yeah. So, it's yeah, technically like a job, as you said. You got to block off some time to watch some anime. I don't think that that's too bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad that I got to talk to you about some some of the OG classics that you're really into. And uh, no I I really enjoyed having you on. And I'm sure we're going to we're going to talk to you again. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, you guys so, will hear from me again. So, <laughs> yes, I'm glad because the more that I tell people about the podcast and what I want to talk about, they're so gung ho. Oh, my God, I want to be on the podcast. I want to be on the podcast. So you know what? If you want to be on the podcast and you have a story to tell or you want to chat with me about an anime you really like or maybe you had an accident in one of your cosplays and people saw your butt or something funny, (laughs) uh, go to my website, yujocast.com. I will have a section there where you could submit stories to me or you can email me and tell me what you do if you're a cosplayer or if you frequent conventions, if you own a convention and you want to chat about it, feel free, man. Drop me a line. I'll have the link on the bottom of the show notes and I will have everything else in the near future, all the news on there. As always... 
I want to thank my guest, who's Keisha. Thank you so much for being on. And I will see you on the next one. <laughs>